Welcome to the Out What Now podcast. I'm your host, Megs Pulvermacher, and each week I'll be bringing you stories, interviews, and insightful conversations with queer folks, much like yourself, about how they've navigated the ups and downs of their coming out journeys so you can do the same while learning to love yourself more fully and live more boldly and authentically. Wherever you are in your coming out journey, know that you're right where you're supposed to be, you're loved, and we're so excited to be on the journey with you. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out What Now podcast and yet another day in our chosen family series Today is an extra special, extra awesome episode because we are sitting down with none other than my amazingly awesome girlfriend, Amanda Barschenfeld, and she is one of my absolute favorite humans on the planet, and I think she will quickly become one of yours as well. So I'm going to keep this intro short and just kick you right on over to our conversation. All right, everybody, we're here with none other than Amanda Barchenfeld. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. This will be really fun. It'll be so fun. I can't believe it's live and in person and right here. Does everyone room. Does everyone know who Amanda Barchenfeld is? <laughs> I don't think they do. I'm Would gonna, you like to tell us? self-identify. I am Megan's girlfriend. Ah! Oh my gosh! We are really skipping ahead in the script here. <laughs> I love it, and that is a, a very—I uh, mean, I know who you are, so I know this is a look alive, be with me moment. Um, but that's a great point. The people don't know who you are, so tell us about you. Uh, okay, so I'm Amanda Barchenfeld. Uh, my pronouns are she and her. I identify as a bisexual, cisgender, white woman, dinosaur lover, mm. cribbage winner. Wow. Below the belt immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Any other hmm. things about me? Green eyes. Yes. Uh, light Brown hair, medium brown hair, kind of long. Yes. yeah. Wearing pajamas. Wearing pajamas. Because it's Sunday and we do what we want. <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing about podcasts. It doesn't matter how you look. Um, just what you have to say. And you have all kinds of great things to say. And what a great segue into not only do you commonly have great things to say, but you ask excellent questions. Our next question is one that you came up with yourself. Lucky me. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> so you probably know the answer to this question, um, perhaps have multiple answers, although I guess the way it's written there would only be one completely accurate answer. But girlfriend, Amanda Barchenfeld, 
When is the last time you came out? What a great question. Wow. Um, <laughs> well written. <laughs> uh, okay. So the last time I came out would have been a few <clears throat> days ago, which is surprising because, um, I mean, we all come out, it seems, every day. And I intentionally come out in situations even where I wouldn't necessarily need to all the time, but we can talk about that later too. Um, but I'd say a few days ago at work, I was just quickly talking on the phone to a senior leader who's a couple levels above me and um, we know each other's work um, and and most of the like exchanges that we've had have been really like work related. Um, but we were chatting about probably what we had done over Thanksgiving, what was coming up um, and getting to know each other more um, like personally, I'd say. And so I dropped the girlfriend word saying, you know, what I had done with my girlfriend over Thanksgiving um, and, you know, kind of had a moment in my head of like, oh, I don't think that she knows this about me. Um, but I mean, complete non-event as I thought that it would be. And she, you know, she used the girlfriend word back um, and saying like, oh my gosh, that must be so fun that you got to show a place that you've been before to your girlfriend for the first time. And you just probably won girlfriend of the year. And so she used the word back a couple of times. And I was like, and this is why we do this so that it's just more normal for other people um, every time. But yeah, going back to what I said too, and and you know this about me, is that like I'll drop the girlfriend word in situations where I absolutely don't need to. Like I'm grabbing a coffee at the coffee shop and saying like, oh, my girlfriend will love this. Like just because I <laughs> want people in the world to know, like don't make any assumptions about me and also hopefully – don't make assumptions about others in the world either and just making it easier for the person after me. Yeah, I suppose. When you are making that choice to come out in kind of, what's the word? Uh, everyday situations, getting a coffee, somebody comes and asks, who asks these questions about these bingo cards? And you choose to not just say, oh, my friend, my whatever, when you are making that choice, do you, I'm going to ask you to identify a feeling here. Um, Eek. Is the, <laughs> is the, what's the feeling that comes up for you? Is it like, uh, like you're anticipating how they might react or is it a sense of pride? Are you nervous? Mm. Like, what's that like? Okay. I think that there's probably, I mean, it's always like so quick, but it's, it's, um, it's not in that I am intentional about it every time. So there are lots of feelings that go around in that like split second decision, but I'd say absolutely it's pride. And it's also, um, you know, I think that you said anticipation, but I'm always anticipating a positive mm -hmm. interaction. I'm not, um, I guess anticipating like the, oh, I wonder how this will go. I am always um, just prepared for like, this is going to be a positive interaction because of how I am acting about it too. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that that's not reality, but I do think that it helps. Yeah. Like yeah. if I'm not weird about it, then somebody else isn't going to be weird about it because one, it's 
shouldn't be weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But two, like, if someone ever brings, like, awkwardness to a situation, then it's a, you know, the next you know, the person that you're interacting with might also be awkward, but it's probably not about the content that you're talking about either. It's just that like, I don't know, the energy in the room or the vibe in the room is weird. So I just bring the the positivity and then why wouldn't somebody, you know, come out of it that way too. So yeah, I'd say pride and anticipation of positive positivity. Yeah. Well, because if they're going to be the one who makes it weird, then they get to feel weird for being weird instead of you feeling weird for just being. That's right. How about it? Awesome. Okay. So big question. We all are layered humans, onion-like, tulip-like, etc. Lots of layers. There's quite a few layers in tulips. Um, But... If you were to tell us kind of the story of Amanda, the things, experiences, hmm. the things that make you you, what would that story be? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to need to come on several more episodes. You're invited. Um, <laughs> I know the producer. The, the story of Amanda is um, long. Um, well, okay. How about I'll just take it this way for now. What makes me, me? Um, I know that you were attracted to the fact that I had a personal vision statement. Sure was. And so, um, for all you listeners out there, my personal vision statement is I am the inspiring light that connects people to their passion and power. And I came up with that in partnership with my coach, uh, my friend, Aaliyah, and it has been on the home screen of my phone, or is it my lock screen? I don't know the screens. It's your lock screen, I think. But it's yep. my screen that mm-hmm. pops up on my phone every time that I look at it, and it has been there for you know a few years now. But, um, you know, I'd say what makes me, me, is that I love surrounding myself with folks who are excited about life or excited about something. Um, and, and really that I then get to be there for them to cheer them on and lift them up so that they can succeed with gusto, if you will. I love gusto. (laughs) Um, so that's a little bit about me and how I approach things. Um, and then I guess, you know, in the spirit of, um, you know, how your, your podcast works and the whole title of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could talk a little bit about my, my out, my please, outness. Please. And, and the what now? Please do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I'd say that I officially came out, um, gosh, uh, early 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and by officially, I mean publicly, broadly, on social media, to all my friends and family that matter to me, to myself. But really, I mean, there'd been a smattering of of times and, and considerations over over the past years, several years. But 
made it official tishel, gave it the bisexual label earlier this year because as so many, um, you know, during the pandemic, more time alone with your thoughts um, and just kind of reflecting on what matters. Um, I was like, hey, this is let's let's put a label on this and um, kind of reprioritize because uh, I just hadn't prioritized romantic relationships for like a decade. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of thinking about what really matters in life. And then along with that came like, okay, if I'm gonna date, like, who would it be? And like, okay, let's open my mind to like, what's real. And then, you know, eventually found the best girlfriend out there. Um, <laughs> and I mean, that's how it works for everyone, right? It really is. Um, but anyway, so like the the what um, makes me me of that all is that I'm, you know, still pretty new to the game in that way so I'm still kind of exploring some things but um I don't know learned learned a lot about myself in the past year and I have a great teacher and partner as well and you (laughs) we do what we can um yeah there's so many um elements there and I don't think we talked about uh this part really but one of the reasons one of the reasons that you hadn't really prioritized relationships before now or this year covid and all that stuff the pandemic mm-hmm. as you say um is because your work mm-hmm. was really important and you have rather an interesting kind of uh, line of work mm-hmm. which is you want to tell the people what you do yeah, sure. So um, I am, um, I work on inclusion, diversity, and equity work at a large um, medical technology company, global company. Um, and specifically, I lead communications, um, you know, within kind of the corporate realm for the company, specifically in the subject matter of inclusion, diversity, and equity. And um, I mean, which is just... I don't know, amazing that I get to go to work every day and work on a subject area that I love so much and use my communication skills that I've been working hard at my whole life. Um, But yeah, it's a lot, Um, just kind of emotionally taxing, um, especially, I don't know, the past few years and where I've been specifically in that space. I've been in communications for longer, but that subject matter um, for the past three years or so. But um, but yeah, I've either been married to my work or graduate school or um, just really focusing on kind of climbing that corporate ladder for the past 10 years and less about um, romantic relationships and also like really building strong friendships. Um, I have really great friends. Um, and I've prioritized them over the past, you know, decade over starting new relationships otherwise, but like pumped to have, uh, worked on resetting my priorities now (laughs) and it's working out really well. Same, same. (laughs) Um, I'm also a huge fan of that. And what I think is really cool is your mission statement 
I might keep calling it a mission statement. It's a vision statement. Yeah. Same, same. Um, But that was certainly one of the things, as you mentioned, that really drew me to you. And it's true in every realm of your life that I can see. You show up that way, lifting people up at work. You do it Mm. with me. You do it with every single one of your friends that I've met or seen you interact with or heard about you interacting with. And um, it's pretty cool and inspiring. Yeah, it's really um, – it. I just – obviously, I mean, I wrote that vision statement, but, like, connecting people to their passion and power is, like, why would we not want to surround ourselves with others who are – just crushing it. Succeeding with gusto. Indeed. Succeed with the gusto. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, all right. So you're familiar uh, with our, our line of questioning here, and we're kind of coming up on the end of the year. We're into December right now as we speak. And a lot of different things come up for folks this time of year. Um, can be stressful things, happy things, stuff they go out and do, things they have in their mind if they're already looking forward to the new year. For you, what comes up this time of year? We're chilling early December. Where you at? What are you thinking about? Um, you know, let's kind of capture this time of year as like November through January let's. or something like that, you know, so that three month period. Um, I think a lot about family and friends and just kind of experiences with special people that matter most. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, um, Thanksgiving growing up did a lot with, um, you know, annually with extended family. Um, but then in the, the years, maybe few years, um, before 2020, I would always um, go on a trip with a friend. Um, and that was also just like amazing experience in just kind of a different way. I, speaking of the Chosen Family series, I mean, like my friends are my chosen family. Um, and then this year for Thanksgiving, getting to um, do that with you was really fun and so fun. have travel experience with you. Um, and then, you know, kind of end of December, I've got um, my family stuff, your family stuff. That'll be, I mean, that's what's coming up for me in my brain is like, okay, how are we going to navigate doing multiple families in different places, different things for the first time for both of us? We've met each other's families, but um, just kind of different. And that's definitely a first for me. Mm. bringing a girlfriend home for a holiday yeah now that I think about it uh it's been a while since I've brought someone like over 10 years it was a boy then right so first woman bringing home for extended family but you've met the you know some of them yeah I think it'll be fine yeah it'll be fun (laughs) it'll be so fun and then um just really, um, I usually do uh, New Year's Eve, 
um, with friends. Um, and by usually, I mean, it's the same group of people for, uh, I don't know, like 15 years now. Been a, it's been a while, <laughs> even in COVID. I think it's our 17th year together. Yeah. Last year it was, um, outside in a backyard, maybe like 10 degrees outside or something and feet freezing off. Um, but yeah, just like experiences with, with friends and family and also just kind of the, the giving spirit of it all too is, um, like gifts, things are not my love language. And so the experiences and then also like the giving to the people who would like need things maybe more than I have, um, you know, that's what comes up for me this time of year. Yes. So many good things. I'm excited to do some of them with you. Yeah. Probably all. Um, excellent. So you've had a big year. 2021. Yeah. I mean, we've all had big years, but um, even just within the context of this mm-hmm. conversation, 2021 was a biggie for you. Yeah. So what would you say is your biggest takeaway? If you mm-hmm. want to slide in a takeaway and a half spirit of the law, let's say, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, your biggest takeaway and maybe some advice you have for folks going into 2022. Okay. Um, I think this goes back to what we were talking about, uh, like from 2021, my biggest takeaway <clears throat> is really that, you know, taking a pause, really looking inward and then, resetting or confirming priorities accordingly, um, which can be scary if you avoid kind of inner thoughts. It could be a lot of feelings, which I don't love. <laughs> um, but like, it's so worth it. And I feel like I've taken my life up a level now, um, you know, in this just in 2021, I've, you know, gotten a new job with my same company. I've, you know, been in, you know, now a long-term relationship. I've come out to the world and myself. Um, I don't know, so many things. And it was all because I didn't really ignore my, you know, inner thoughts. I just was like, you know what, I need to I need to think, reset priorities, and then go for it because it's so worth it. And then, you know, advice for um, listeners just along that too is just knowing that you are not alone Mm. um, and really building out your team. um, I call it like a personal board of directors that can be work-related, personal-related, and, you know, I mean, you could call it your chosen family if you will. Sure. (laughs) Um, But just like you pick this team, these people around you who have, you know, maybe known you for different things. They have different skills and expertise too, but just know that, you know, when you're making big changes in your life or even when there's no changes, but just, we are not in it alone and kind of um, let's help each other get through it and lift each other up together. That is the ticket. You have to have good people. Mm-hmm. And you have to, it's also a skill of being able to recognize when people who maybe have been on your board of directors in the past, maybe 
you've outgrown them. Yes. For where you're at or how, where you want to spend your energy or your time. And uh, mm-hmm. Amanda is actually a great consultant about who those people are. Well, I think. <laughs> I don't, are you saying that I help you figure out who to hire and who to retire? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kind of. Yeah. Well, it's all, it's all uh, a process of questioning and really taking the time, like you said, to pause mm-hmm. and really examine where you are, who's around, how it makes you feel, and if it's in alignment with where it is you're trying to go. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, Andrea Parker always says, I'm sure she's listening to this episode. What's up, Andrea? Always says that some things make sense. Until they just don't make sense anymore. Yeah. And then you change them and you upgrade and you elevate and do all of the mm-hmm. very cool words that we talk about all the time. Seasons. Seasons. <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. All right. Well, I'm sure much to the dismay uh, of our listeners, this concludes our conversation for today. Um, and I won't promise that we'll see you again, but I bet we'll all cross our fingers that we get to hang out with you in this format again. um, But until then, I will take the reins from here, everyone. (laughs) But thank you for coming on the show. I am so glad you're in my life. I love you. Ah, I love you too. (laughs) Feelings. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all we have for today. Keep it queer out there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. For today's episode. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us for today's episode. Catch us back here tomorrow for another episode. Until then, keep it queer up there. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you could take the time to leave a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard in today's episode, please, please, please share it with them so that we can get this message out to as many people as possible. Thanks so much for being you and keep it queer out there. Yeah.